What's going on, everybody? It is Talking Baseball, and this is the first of our mini-series Teams, Profiles, and Projections. And if you're wondering, hey, why did they name that such an awful name? It's because on our other show, Talking Yanks, it's the player profile and projection, and we didn't want to get creative and make a new name, so we just did the Team Profile and Projection. So there you go, the TPPs. My name's John Boy, and I got Jake with me. And we are excited to do these for you guys here. We're starting off with the Orioles, Jake. Tell them why we're starting off with the Orioles. You down with TPP? Yeah, you know me, man. Yeah. I had a uh, I had a math teacher in college that made a OPP joke like that. It was some stats class, and literally there was an audible groan from the class. I was like, oh no, <laughs> you didn't <laughs> you didn't try to make that work. Jim, our first T. P P is the Baltimore Oreos, Natty Bows, Strohs, and Oreos, man. And we did that because you did that. Because here on Talking Baseball, you, the listener, you have a voice. <laughs> uh, we did we did a poll because that's how we work, and uh, we kind of wanted it ranked worst to first to a degree, and we kind of got that. The people did well. Yeah, the um, orders pretty. I was like, holy shit! And I I went in and looked at the individual results, results, and some a lot of them were joke ones. But glad to see that you know maybe democracy does work. They got it right in the end. With democracy the TPPs. can work at least in baseball, and yeah, we're we're gonna talk some O's, and we're we're excited about it. Um, I think we were a little scared at first because we, we be we be honest on this podcast. We're an yeah. on pod. An on pod, yes, that is. And what these they were O's saying. suck. Oh man, they're bad. They're bad. Is oh. it a hot take to say they might be better though? Is is that your spin if you're an Orioles fan? That they might be better, maybe. Yeah. Well, okay, little I guess history. They lost yard. Let's go through it. They're from Baltimore, which is on the East Coast in Maryland. Huge. Uh, they play uh, at Oriole Park, which is at Camden Yards. Everyone just calls it Camden Yards. It's actually called Oriole Park. Great at Camden stadium. Yards. One of my favorite stadiums. Great I believe, stadium. I believe the 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 designer brought it to Chicago for the White Sox, and they were like, no one wants old baseball stadiums anymore. And then the Orioles were like, yo, we'll take it. And then everyone started making those quaint old stadiums. Cool. According to Wikipedia, they've been the Baltimore Orioles since 1954 to present, and their other nicknames are the O's, the Birds, Why Not Orioles, the Buckle Up Birds, and Birdland Power Company. Yes, wow. every, everyone knows all of those nicknames uh, perfectly. More importantly, last year they won 54 games and they lost 108 games. On purpose, they weren't really trying to win. You know, the players on the field were, but the guys they put together, it was very much a first year of the tank. No more Manny Machado, no more Jones, no more all these guys. Tank City. And Jake, want to know even, like, more sad about losing that many games? They only had one month where they had double-digit wins. Yeah. Think about like a diehard Orioles fans. Bless your heart. Thank you for listening. One month where they they won more than ten, more than nine games. It's, it's bad. 
shout out to my real Orioles fans. And we probably got a few listening that are a blown away that there's a baseball podcast doing something on the Orioles. We like to include everyone, baby. Um, but yeah, I mean, they are bad, bad, but they admit that they're bottoming out. They're coming out of the, the Machado, Zach Britton, uh, Buck Showalter years and they traded Manny. And now here we are. Um, last year was, and you're right. And you and I are trying to figure out, uh, kind of our ideal full rebuild plan. And I think there's just two years of pure misery and essentially this should be year number two. Um, you were, we're going to talk about some young guys getting called up. Um, hopefully that can, that can lead into next year. I think Jim, I told you before this, I had a fun term that I, I don't know if there's a fun way to look at it, but I think you're fully out of the rebuild when you become last year's Blue Jays. Like, you're still not competing, but you're fun as hell. You got good guys to watch. You got to have hope. Um... Yeah, hope's an interesting word there. I'm going to fight you on that because, I mean, it's not hope of winning. It's it's hope of the future. Yeah, Or being competitive. Who does does the Orioles have to latch on to here? John Means. They got one guy. John Means. uh, And, hey, Trey Mancini, I I think we should talk about him a little bit. We are still – this year is going to be a terrible year. Next year, I think we're going to see some Adley Rushman. I'm sure he's going to get a couple shout-outs as well. And then I think the year after that, so 2021. So 2022, if you're the Orioles, you can be last year's Blue Jays, which, hey, still sucks, but we'll talk about how we're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's talk about the Orioles. Let's talk about who they added and who they dropped, Jake. It's quite simple for them. As we said, they're not really trying to do much. They did trade away Dylan Bundy. And they did let yep. go of Jonathan Villar and the Dylan Bundy trade. They got they got four prospects back from Anaheim. I'm not sure who or what they are, but the uh, VR one is it Villar or VR? Uh, let's go VR. VR one um, was kind of a not fun move. It was the guy played really well, and they didn't want yeah. to pay him because they're still trying to not spend money and lose. So he doesn't get rewarded for having a good season for the Orioles. Or maybe he does get rewarded because they shipped him away. But they lose VR and Bundy. They brought in Cole Stewart from Minnesota, Jake. Got him. Cole spelled like Coles, the the store. Yep. That's all. Those were their moves. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's tough to be the Orioles. I mean, they they brought in Jose Iglesias, the shortstop, too, right? So, I mean, that's that's something you can look forward to as a replacement for VR. He comes over from Cincinnati. And again, I mean, you weren't going to make a big free agent splash, but uh, the the VR thing was as sour as it gets. Like, I I don't want to say that was the rock bottom moment, but it kind of felt like it because he put up a four-war season, he had a crazy amount of swipes and home runs when you put it all together and they end up DFAing him and they do trade for a prospect, but I don't know if you're an Orioles fan, what could you have gotten for him at the deadline? What, what if you brought him back this year and then you flipped him at this deadline, the the whole DFA thing didn't sit well, basically your best player. You're saying we don't want to bring you back. Hey, Boston Red Sox can talk to you about that a little bit, but uh, a different scene for Baltimore. And last year they had, uh, I was, you could quote me from saying this, that they had the worst pitching staff ever. 
They ended up giving up the most home runs in Major League history. And they trade away Dylan Bundy, who I've been tough on, but he did have some decent stretches for them last year. But right now it's John Means and should we do the rotation or the lineup, Jim? What do you want? Yeah, uh, there are some other like ads. If we have any like deep Orioles fans who are like, you didn't talk about them picking up Richard Urania. Well, they got yeah. they got Dickie U and they got Pat Vileka off waivers. No one cares. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, yeah, let's do the rotation. So you have John means who had a really good year. Uh, one of the nastier change up change ups out there. I yeah. think he, he shut down the, the yeah, when, yeah. Alex Cobb comes back only f- played three games last year. I believe three starts cause he was hurt and that's their one, two. And you know what? For a team that's like destined to be as bad as the Orioles are. That's a pretty decent one, two. I mean, Means is the, I, I don't want to say he's the the white knight. He's, I mean, he's Harvey Dent for them. He, he showed up. He went to the All-Star game. He's, he struggled a little bit at the end, um, and I think he had an injury or two, and they were being careful with him. Uh, he's the guy. Alex Cobb, man, he was that, uh, he signed that year that all the free agent pitchers signed late and then were terrible. It was what, him, Lance Lynn? Was there that someone was, else? That was the main two, 2018. So, yeah. And then he gets hurt last year. He's got a career three eight five ERA. He was a really a, a tough a tough guy in the AL East when he came up with the Rays. So if you could get Means and Cobb twirling some games, you might win some series. Um, I think more so you're hoping Alex Cobb figures it out so you could flip him for something. This should be a big flip guys here. Yo, Alex Cobb had two really good years for the Rays. Like his Dude, good, I mean, his best season is a really good season for a pitcher. Twenty-seven games started, two point eight seven ERA. Yeah, and I but mean we we haven't seen that guy in eight in four years, five years. Yeah, six years. and hey, if they get twenty seventeen three six six ERA, Alex Cobb over a buck eighty innings, they would be elated, and they would they would flip him for prospects in a heartbeat. He he's a guy that you definitely are circling and saying if he can be good for us, you can flip him. And he's on the books for 15 mil next year, which, again, if he's good, uh, a team would be very into that. If he's bad, uh, a little bit of a yikes party again. But you're looking at those two. And then, Jim, I did the other pitcher who got me excited because the rest, I mean, let's be honest, I mean, is is nothing. Uh, Our guy Wojciechowski from last year. If you remember, he came up on Fuego a couple times. He figured something out in the minor leagues. He came up for the Orioles and he pitched okay uh 492 era but uh, i'm excited i hope he's a story that's like hey this dude really figured something out and the orioles can turn him into something but otherwise i mean it's an atrocious pitching staff wojahowski yeah all of his advanced analytics are bad oh yeah yikes but he played went for, LeBanc, played at free agent signing played at the citadel so that's cool uh, well, that's nice. The rest of the ro- projected rotation is John Means, Alex Cobb, Rojahowski. Did you talk about Cole Stewart? We did. They picked him up from the Twins. And Brandon Bailey. And that's like kind of a lie. Like Those guys will start there, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, and they, they picked up Wade LeBlanc a couple days ago. Hopefully he can twirl some innings for them. He's 35. I mean, that's a guy that shouldn't be finishing the season for the Orioles. It's just a, a matter of he can hit the trade deadline with an ERA under five and a half. But yeah, I mean, this is, I, I mean, could easily be the worst rotation in baseball. 
um, especially if means were to regress or Cobb doesn't figure it out. Um, speaking and of, then in the bullpen. Of, oh, go ahead. I, I mean, I was gonna, just going to go to the bullpen. I mean, Michael Givens is a guy that if you followed MLB baseball, um, he's got some good arm talent and he could put it together for a little bit. Um, after that, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a bunch of young guys trying to figure it out. There's Fry, who's a solid lefty when he's right. I think his brother's on the White Sox. Miguel Castro's got limbs for days. Dick Blyer will piss you off because he's a sidewinder. But there's no, I mean, we're digging deep here. Givens on the mound. He's got a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, attitude, attitude, a style out there. Jake Alex Cobb is uh, under contract for the 2021 season yes. for 15 million dollars. So if he is lights out, which you know is you know we're asking a lot, but if he's really good right. up until the deadline, would teams still take him? Because you have next year coming with you, absolutely for 15 million. Absolutely. You think so? Okay. That's that's kind of what I was saying. I mean, yeah, you it and it's it's a big if. It's it's if he looks good this year. Cuz think about it. The big thing with teams is they don't really care about that year to year number. They care about the length. So if Alex Cobb looks good next year and you get him at the trade deadline, I mean, the worst case you have Alex Cobb for the next season for 15 mil and then if he's good, he's good. If he's not, he's off your books. So it, it's going to be a I I guess if we're circling things to watch for the Orioles a big first half from Alex Cobb would be huge for them yeah and I was trying to see they have no one that uh, is on a contract year they don't have anyone that's naturally a free agent in 2020 and the next closest people uh, guy is Michael Givens so like maybe if people inquire about him you take that I don't know but so there's not even a lot of trades to be made there so Orioles baseball let's let's go to the the, it's, it's tough. I mean, the, the pitching is going to be brutal in Baltimore again. And with the current state of baseball, I mean, they are going to give up some yabos. They do uh, like a lot of teams in baseball. They've got a lot of young guys in the pin that Hunter Harvey was a first round pick. If he could find something, I mentioned Castro's limb. So, hey, if they could find a guy or two, that'd be great. But, hey, things do get a little more positive with the Orioles lineup. Okay. Speaking of, the projected lineup is... Hanser, Alberto, Trey Mancini, Anthony Santander, Renato Nunez, Rio Ruiz, Chris Davis, God bless his heart, Austin Hayes, Jose Iglesias, and Chance Sisko. Jim, I do have to correct you because it's one of the best names in baseball, Santander. Yeah, that got corrected again. If no one knows that story, they were calling him Anthony Santander, and then they were like, actually... We just found out it's pronounced Santander, and then a lot of the announcers were doing that, and then they are like, wait, never mind. <laughs> Correction. Bring it back. It's Santander. Like, obviously, because he's not French. Uh, really good, really good Paul O'Neill soundbite on that. Maybe I'll retweet it the day that we release the Orioles TPP. But, James, we've stumbled into a little bit of talent. I mean, Hanser Alberto had a really nice year last year. Trey Mancini, <laughs> 35 yabos. And what, what we realized, because we saw a decent amount of the Orioles coming from the Yankees side last year, was if you're a lefty, you're in for kind of a tough day. They've got a lot of righty bats. Renato Nunez, um, I'm excited to see Austin Hayes this year because he's actually a legitimate prospect. But if you're a lefty, that top of the Orioles lineup isn't easy. Yeah. Trey Mancini's good. Like, they should trade him. They should. How, how, many, how many years does he have left? 
He had a he had a one thirty five OPS plus last year. So yeah, like, I mean, y- y- it's not just that he's good for the Orioles. He has a career one nineteen OPS plus. In two thousand seventeen, he had a one twenty. So yeah. I mean, this dude's put together three seasons in the big leagues, and two of them have been very above average, and one has been mm, bad, average, slightly below average. Yeah, and it it was funny. They were everyone talks about him as the old man on the Orioles. Last year was his age twenty seven season, and He's his just third a year in the league. Player. Yeah. yeah, he finished with like a nine hundred OPS on the nose. Trey, you'd you'd like to think this is the last year, especially if they DF someone like Villar. I mean, what's your plan with Trey Mancini? But uh, yeah, hopefully, I mean, Trey's gonna hit. He's he's a pretty well respected MLB hitter. I got to get into my Hanser Alberto splits because if I'm remembering this right, he is like top level against lefties. Yes. <laughs> Listen to this, Jim. Hanser Alberto last year hit 398 versus lefties in 227 plate appearances. 398 batting average. <laughs> I mean, 948 OPS against righties. 238 with a 600 OPS. That's got to be one of the bigger splits you'll see. But yeah, if you're a lefty, literally sit them against the Orioles because it's not worth it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. That's that's oh, uh, that's 390 against lefties. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, and a good sample size. All right, we are gonna phone in a good friend if he'll answer. He doesn't know we're calling if him. If he'll answer, this is live. And, and let's ask him about the prospects in the rookie in the Oriole system. He won't be able to hear you, Jake. So you're gonna have to funnel your questions through me. That's fine. I'll funnel them through you. Okay. Uh, Jake from Cespedes Family Barbecue. Wow. Come on, answer. Hello. Hello, is this uh, Jake from Cespedes Family Barbecue? Uh, this is Jake from Cespedes Family Barbecue. I'm currently recording a podcast with, with my a better half, Jordan Schuster. So are we. Our- so are we. You're currently on our podcast right now. You're on our Division Three baseball podcast. Wow. You are on our Orioles preview podcast, and we just need to know which two prospects you're most excited for. Which two prospects? I mean, Adley Rushman, because... He has the same birthday as Babe Ruth. Is he which coming is up today. this year? How about that? Okay. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, and then, I mean, like, I'm just going to tell you the top two got, like, and then Grayson Rodriguez, who's their large man from Texas who throws really hard. Um, a guy maybe a little bit further down that I'm excited about, Austin Hayes, who had some big league time at the end of last year. He's still prospect eligible. I think he could be really good. He had an awesome September. And then a sleeper for you, Penn State, Burke, third baseman, Toby Welk was a 20th round pick last year out of a small division three school in Pennsylvania. And then hit like three ninety in the short season league. So those are the guys I'm excited about. Wow. Okay. What about the infielder who can hit like crazy, but can't field? Is he going to learn how to field? Castle? Yeah. I mean, I like him, but the one thing I've seen the Orioles have a lot of recently is guys who can't really like, they're like an outfield corner or a first baseman and can't, really play defense but can hit like right like that's Trey Mancini that uh we had Trumbo when he was good that was Chris Davis like we they those guys run trees and I think Malcastle's gonna be really really good at hitting but I don't know if he can play defense anyway. okay thank you do you have any questions for the other Jake before we hang up um 
Can you guys name eight current Orioles without looking at it? Well, we just did the whole. The yeah, whole, we're doing. We just the did the whole. <laughs> we just did the team preview, so we we've looked okay. at it. Okay. Who is your each of your favorite Orioles? Uh, John Means is an easy favorite for me. I think he's the only Oriole with talent right now, besides Trey Mancini. Jake, who's Hanser your favorite? Hanser Alberto versus lefties. And Jake's is Hanser Alberto versus lefties only. <laughs> Don't you dare put him against a righty. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Be good. See ya. See ya. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Little he's treat. excited. He's excited for some prospects. One of the world's most famous Oriole fans. Do they? Do we have famous Oriole fans? Uh, speak up. If you are Cal Ripken, no, he doesn't. He, I mean, you think Cal Ripken's walking around with like an Orioles hat on? He hates him. I don't know enough about. He may Cal. like the birds. Where do okay, real quick. Where do where do the Orioles rank in terms of MLB birds? Ooh, and then and then we'll do the over under. Do you have them above or below Cardinals? Uh, below. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay, what about um is a blue jay a bird? Blue jay is a bird. I have Orioles above Blue Jay. Blue Jays and Orioles are tight. I think Blue Jays get the nods because they can be like beautiful. Like a blue jay can stop you when you're walking. Can an Oriole? I mean, I think an Oriole's a it's not oh, an ugly well, bird, but no, Blue Jay's way better than Oriole. Just Google. Oh my god, a good looking blue jay. Yeah, okay. That'll change that'll a good looking blue jay will change your day. Yeah, that'll be like I saw yeah. a blue jay today. So that's you'll great. tell people if you see an Oriole, you don't tell a soul. Nah, you might be like, I think that's an Oriole, and then you ask for someone to look, but then they it flies away, and you're like, it doesn't matter. A blue yeah, jay, you take your phone out, it. you take a picture of it. Yeah. All right, uh, is that the only birds? A lot more Feels birds. Feels like in we're the... missing birds. Well, no, no, no. Astros, Angels, Athletics, Mariners, Rangers, Twins, Royals, Tigers, Indians, White Sox, Blue Jays, Rays. That's the sun now. Red Sox, Orioles, Giants, Padres, Dodgers, Rockies, Diamondbacks, Cardinals, Pirates, Brewers, Reds, Cubs, Nationals, Phillies. Yeah, there's only three birds. A lot more wow. birds in the NFL, I believe. How about so, well, that? Orioles not only voted. Top three bird. Top three bird. Good spin, Jake. Good That's spin. a good spin. Because I was about to say voted worst as yes. a baseball team and voted worst as a bird-represented baseball team. Yeah, I will. Uh, my last last baseball thing that I think I, I had as a note coming in. Well, a I think this is going to be the last year of Chris Davis. I think it's got to stop, whether it's during the season or after the season. Like just just stop. What are we doing? And I like uh, Austin Hayes. I think he's got a pretty good hit tool, Jim. So I'm excited to see him see him get full run out there. All right, and uh, we project them to finish fifth in the AL East. I think it's an easy agree there, right? Oh yeah. And Jake, the Vegas over under is fifty seven and a half games. Are you taking the over or the under? They won fifty four. I'll go first. I'm taking the under. I'm going over, baby. Do you think they break sixty? Ooh, no. No. All right. Tight Hard window. Fifty nine. Hard fifty nine. Okay, there you go. Cobb so. solid means is the real thing in there. So here Orioles hot take. They, um, they have a decent record against lefties next year. They're like have, two games. They're two games under 500 against lefties next year. Uh, I have, okay. I, I was about to end it, but now I got to look at the schedule. So I have the Orioles on pace to be over the over under until the trade deadline. 
and then they trade Cobb. I don't. I don't think this. See, is true. I think. I, I think you're think messing. I. I think you're messing with yourself because I think that's when the Orioles catch some wins and the season. I didn't believe anything I was just saying. Okay, go O's. I mean, they open up. I was trying to see where they open up, Jake. They open up Yankees, Red Sox, Cardinals, Yankees, Pirates. Wow, weekend series: Orioles versus Pirates. That'll be a riot. Hey, what happened to opening season last opening series last year versus the Yankees? Took two that was, out of three. Yeah, they won three in a row the first week of the season. They never won three in a row again, or maybe a couple times. They never won four in a row again. That's the end. Thank you guys very much for hanging out with See us. Ya. We'll be back tomorrow.